What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 69. Oh. We did it. We made it. I can't believe you've done this. I don't know. For some reason, I thought it was going to rickroll us. Yeah. <laughs> nah, man. I'm, I'm classy. I don't do that. I don't do that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, we're here. Welcome to Game & Talk Podcast here on NukeTheFridge.com. So we're going to be talking about some Nintendo stuff today because, oh. you know, we never we never talk about Nintendo on this podcast ever. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a lie right there. But joining <laughs> us is our guest, Dreamcast guy himself, Max. I don't know how to pronounce your last name. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, how's it going? Pretty good. It's pretty good, man. Happy to have you on. I've been I've been watching you a little bit thanks to our friend Spawnwave, a mutual friend of ours. So that's been fun. Mm-hmm. Love the way you narrate your videos too. So that's always classic. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I feel like the number one question I get when I meet fans is, is that your real voice? And it's like, unfortunately, yeah. I'm glad it doesn't annoy my girlfriend. But uh, yeah, that's how I talk. How <laughs> uh, you talk, and it's just like that is actually your Darth Vader PSP. So, yes, <laughs> it is. Yes, I think I actually sit. Yeah, it's sitting right next to me. Actually, this is because I mess with it all the time. So, oh, whoa, you so know, beautiful. It's it beautiful. is. Oh, oh god, it's a tent right there. But, oh, uh, yes. it's beautiful indeed. Hell oh yeah, shit! Man. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh snap! You two are gonna get along just fine. The this dueling. I can sense it. I can sense it in the force. But I'm your host, Joey Ferris. And joining me, as always, is Chris Del Castillo. How's it going, guys? It's going pretty good. And Kyle Campbell. Hello. And Alan will be joining us later. Uh, He's on his way back from work. But um, the best thing about now we're recording these on Google Hangouts, no longer re-recording them separately through Audacity because it's just a pain in the ass to edit. And Google we don't have to wait a week for them to go up, huh, Joey? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And you know what's funny? I still waited like three days to upload that last one. So, (laughs) but you know, whatever. It's it happens. It's fine, guys. But yes, uh, we're going to continue our E3 prediction series with Nintendo. But first, we have to start off the show on a little sad note. By saying that um, fellow YouTuber John Bain, uh, also known as Total Biscuit, has unfortunately passed away earlier last week uh, from cancer. Um, he was, I remember the day it was announced he had cancer, and that was four years ago, I believe. Yeah. And he was expected to live for about two years, and he's lived four since then. So, yeah, he was an outlier, and he, um, he got to spend time with his family before that, and... Yeah, just a big loss from the YouTube gaming community. And though I've never watched his videos that much, like I've heard nothing but good things about him, essentially. Yeah. It was great. I was a, a huge, huge fan of his work for many, many years. Uh, watched all of his podcasts, all of his WTFs. Um, but it's one of those things where, as weird as it is, I, I became much more inspired by him, unfortunately, with his diagnosis because. Mm-hmm. Total Biscuit was just so dedicated to beating it. Watching a person who was just so strong professionally and personally was was so crazy. Uh, a lot of people don't know this, but he purposely took every single experimental cancer treatment they offered him, knowing Damn. that a lot of them were probably not going to help that much. Uh, lots of invasive surgeries and stuff just to try and advance the science. Uh, he donated a lot of his own money to the science as well, just trying to make sure that uh, anybody else who happens to get that same terrible affliction in the future will not suffer as horribly as he did. So it's mm-hmm. a bad death for a good man. Yeah, yeah, really. You guys have anything else to say? Man, it's just insane because, you know, my grandma, my, actually my grandma, my aunt had cancer. 
my one of my coworkers had cervical cancer, and I it's just insane to see how they suffer and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know there's so many different types of treatments, and it's expensive. Most people can't even afford them. So mm-hmm. let's say with like my grandma, she was 80. Most of those weren't even going to work for her, so she had to go with uh, mm-hmm. more. What's what I want to look for? Natural. And she was expected to live like six months because she had lung cancer. Mm-hmm. But she ended up living for an extra two years. Mm-hmm. But yeah, with Total Biscuit, it's it's uh, it's sad when you when somebody goes. It doesn't matter who you are. Mm-hmm. But what's actually really cool with him is uh, his YouTube channel is still around. He actually gave it to his wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that really- was that makes a lot of money for their family. Yeah. Yeah. So she's uh, you know as long as uh, everything goes fine, the community still wants to support her. The family will be fine, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very nice. Mm-hmm. Kyle, do you have anything to say? Well, and I think that's with what you touched on at the very end. I think that is a huge thing that everybody wants to think about and talk about is how's the family going to be, and and that's a really good, really good thing that there is. There's hope there for that family. It's not like uh, the job was lost and the family has has no hope to to have a secure to secure home or living. And so that's a huge blessing of itself. Well, I, like many others, have had several family members diagnosed with cancer. I actually just lost my grandmother to cancer last year. And um, so, that, yeah, definitely hit close to home to me. And I'm like, I'm with uh, what Dreamcast guy was saying about how he was so dedicated to advancing the science. That is an honor to have someone like that on the YouTube gaming community to say there was someone that good of a person. Because honestly, like, <laughs> I can't say I could do that, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so just that good of a person to be here is just inspirational. Yeah. I remember during his diagnosis, um, he was saying that uh, he found like a really bad sign that he was probably did have cancer, but he never like saw a doctor about it because he was embarrassed about it. Mm-hmm. And he basically told everyone to like, if, if anything like that happens, you have to just swallow your pride and go see a doctor. Like, seriously, it's not worth the... It's not worth the pain, essentially. Absolutely. And I, yeah, that's what I'll get checked up constantly, guys. Well, like, well, it's, and just I would say, like, doctors hear everything. They don't laugh. They're totally fine. Um, by accident, in 2011, I somehow ate glass. Uh, I was in some fast food I ate, and I accidentally uh, consumed glass, which uh, had some very embarrassing side effects. And I eventually mm-hmm. had to go to a doctor and be like, hello, yes, like, I badly need your help. And uh, <laughs> the doctor didn't lie. It was I, honestly one of the most pleasant hospital experiences I've ever had because everybody was so cool. They ended up doping me up and helping me out. And it's one of those things where it's like doctors want to help you. And usually the weirder your situation is, the more they're happy to help you. So uh, don't yeah. be embarrassed. If you have any symptoms, talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I need I need to get a checkup actually because I'm afraid like something's wrong with me. But, you know, it's, it's a thing that happens. Uh, actually... I had a story to tell about that. But, oh, a friend of mine, uh, James, he, of the Life of Gaming podcast, I don't know if he does it anymore, but he was saying, like, he he found signs. When he went to get a checkup, he actually, they found, like, pre-cancer within him. So it, he was very lucky because they were able to get it out of him with no, with nothing. He had no cancer after that. So, like, that saved his life, essentially. That's pretty crazy. But, uh yeah, uh, huge loss, Total Biscuit, and we wish the best for his family and friends in this in these very hard times. Yeah, yeah. How do we continue off of that? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I know Alan; he's not here right now. But 
I know this topic is very close to home. So when he does get here, I'll have him say a few words as well. He did write the article about he did write the article about John Bain, so I do want to give him some time to talk about that. But uh, let's move on to some let's move on to talking about some games, guys. Um, Resident Evil Seven Cloud Edition is a thing that happened. For the mm-hmm. it's like, hey, we want Resident Evil Seven for the Switch, but there's a small catch. Good old good old Capcom. Mm-hmm. So Chris, tell us what happened. Oh, well, we actually have somebody who's played it over here, too. But, mm-hmm. you know, cloud gaming is very popular in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, they do it quite often. I know they did it with uh, Fantasy Star, which uh, Fantasy mm-hmm. Star 2, which never is coming out to America, apparently. Mm-hmm. But they you can play it on the cloud. Over there, it's free, unlike Resident Evil, where... How much was it, Joey? Um, what is it like? It's it's $18, technically. Yeah, so it's $18, 18 bucks for 180 days. For 180 days. days. So, <laughs> wow. Um, sounds like a horror game in and of itself. Yes. <laughs> I mean, 18... The only thing scarier than the game is its pricing. <laughs> I mean, 18 bucks isn't bad to play that if you've never touched it and if you want to try it on the Switch. But at the same time, I've heard it's not that good mm-hmm. only because it has some issues. Here, if you want to play in North America. Mm-hmm. Right, Dreamcast exactly. guy? Yes, very much so. Um it's interesting. They definitely, it is a full remake. I know some people were kind of concerned that this would just be one of those weird things where you're basically streaming a, a bad uh, Steam version of it. It is definitely a redone version of it. There's button prompts that are actually in Japanese uh, mm. for the Switch, so it has full button support. Um, it actually has motion controls, but I couldn't figure out how to work them, uh, probably because I didn't get to the gun yet. So I assume that there's probably going to be gun aiming in mm. the exact same way of. Uh, the VR support was very, very integrated and in just tilting your head. It definitely had like programming for uh, gyroscopic controls. So it seems like that's probably going to be uh, Joy Cons. But the biggest issue is there was a big delay on everything you do. Like, wow. uh, so I have my switch right here. If I was trying to look to the left, when I tapped to the left, you'd have a full like third of a second delay before the command took place, which would make it obviously quite unplayable in any sort of quick aim mm-hmm. situation which that game has a lot of mm-hmm. exactly that's so a playstation now kind of issue <laughs> yeah which oh yeah man i mm, i do not like play, i i bought a subscription to playstation now just so i could actually check it out with an open mind and man uh the controls work well but uh for the most part but definitely the visuals were so bad it has that same uh uh i i call it like the rectangles of death where like anytime <laughs> cloud effects and stuff it breaks mm. it down into like a bunch of millions of rectangles. It looks weird. There was that real badly. In the opening of uh, Resident Evil 7, you're going through a forest, and there's all these like trees that are trying to majestically blow, and on my screen, it looked like pixels trying to punch oh. each other. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember trying out uh, PlayStation Now also uh, with the Sly Cooper HD remaster or something. I don't know. There wasn't really much then when it came out. And I was just thinking... I didn't really have a problem with playing the game, but the visuals, of course, mm-hmm. were just so grainy and awful. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is not good. Guy at PlayStation, yeah. what you doing? Like, just give us your version of Game Pass and call it a day. Like, seriously, guys. But um, yeah, cloud gaming. And the but like but like Chris said, cloud gaming in Japan's is much more approachable because their Wi-Fi. It comes down, yeah, it comes down to the infrastructure, you know. Depending if you hit a uh, a patch of where you don't get any data, then everything's going to look massively grainy. Other than that, when you have good internet, like at mo- for us, if you're playing at nighttime, there's no, like, let's say around 2 in the morning, there's nobody really on PlayStation now. So then everything's perfectly fine. 
you play mm -hmm. during the day, well, you'll get your uh, triangles of death. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I saw, uh, I saw a video of I saw a video of cloud the cloud version being played in Japan by some British guy. Uh, I forget what it was, but um, but it was also it was kind of I don't I wouldn't say it was flawless, but it was like. 99% playable there. You, you can but, see what you can at when you're watching it. I because I'm I believe I saw the same video. Uh, you can see why they're able to market that and it'd be successful over there because it, it works fairly well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really does. Man, I want to move to Japan for their Wi Fi speeds, but <laughs> literally nothing else because <laughs> it's free. Yeah, it's, it's awesome, but uh. Yeah, uh, another bit of news. Um, Killer Seven was remaster is a uh, Killer Seven remaster. Pardon has been announced as of yesterday, as of recording this uh, by Suda Fifty One himself, and it's only coming to Steam though. So far, right, at least. right now it's only coming to Steam, and it's going to be uh, released by NIS America. Mm -hmm. So chances are we'll see it come to another system. Because of course, yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I've got my own stories with uh, NIS America and Steam, but that's probably going to be for another time. Mm, okay and they're they're very tragic stories and no, i'm just kidding but um but yeah killer seven it's it's not that graphically impressive at all it was a gamecube game but who, who knows what kind of touching up they'll do for the remaster you never know i know i've never played it myself so now i'll be able to on steam i now i still need to catch up on no more heroes um yes you do same <laughs> another bit of news um what is it I'm just scroll scrolling through the news feed on our page just because <laughs> trying to fill some time before Alan gets here because I want to kind of wait for him to start predictions. I, I Wolf say, Among Us Season 2! What? <laughs> That's happening. What were you saying? I was going to say, Kilo 7 is super weird. I'm glad it's coming back. Um, even if it doesn't come to consoles, I'm glad more people are going to play it. It's super bizarre. That's the game where you're an assassin with seven different personalities, and depending yep. on the level, you get stuck as a different assassin. That's... Uh, Really good, really weird. So it's one of those games where it's like, I'm sure that didn't sell well initially, so it's smarter than to bring it out again. That mm. sounds way ahead of its time. So yeah. I see it doing way better now than before. Yeah, Suda51 I mean, yeah, brings out those weird titles that everybody t either loves or hates. Mm -hmm. Of course, because he's he's a crazy man, that guy. That Suda. <laughs> that Goichi Suda. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I personally missed out on it too, but um, doing my research on it after the announcement, I'm pretty actually intrigued, very excited to try it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I was too young when it came out on the GameCube to play it. So there's that. I was also just like, where's my Mario's and my Sonic's Nintendo <laughs> GameCube? Just give me those and we'll call it a day. Um, also, also kind of a big, huge announcement. Um, Battlefield Five has been confirmed. We knew yes. it was coming, but you know, um, it's going to be set in World War II. There's um, the stories they're going to be telling, like the war stories in uh, Battlefield One. They're going to be telling stories that haven't really been told about World War II. They're going to—it's not going to be like the beaches of Normandy again. Oh, here we go. We're going to Nagasaki again, guys. What's going on? It's mm -hmm. more going to be like the Arctic Circle of Nor near Norway and. Uh, and maybe some stories in Africa, I believe. And that that is also, that's kind of intriguing me. Because right now I'm playing Call of Duty World War II for the first time. It was on mm -hmm. sale at Best Buy. Thanks, Kyle, for letting me use your Gamers Club Unlocked. Uh, You're welcome. Screw you, Best Buy, for canceling <laughs> Gamers Club Unlocked. Just know, anybody that wants to abuse that membership, or my membership, you are more than welcome. <laughs> <laughs> 
Seriously, he's got 21 months of good discounts. Oh, I, I nice. just signed up. Yeah, I just signed up, and then like a week ago, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I don't know why everyone doesn't do this. And then the guy at Best Buy was like, well, it's gone now. So, yeah, I'm pretty that fortunate. Such ass. That <laughs> never should getting canceled. But, yeah, I'm playing Call of Duty World War II right now, mostly the campaign because I'm not good at multiplayer. And I'm thinking, this is, this is pretty decent. I mean, it's better than most Call of Duty campaigns in recent memory. But, yeah. I really want to see a different story. Like, how many times have we been uh, to Normandy? How many times have we been to just Europe in general? Like, take us somewhere different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Well, if you're going to be at EA Play, it's going to be actually playable over there. Yeah. So, uh, if their lines aren't ass like last year. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, I mean, uh, you guys should have gotten the emails if you wanted to sign up to play any of the games. They let you sign up for one game. I know I chose Anthem, and uh, Alan chose Battlefield Five. This is the Anthem. Throw all your hands up. That's all I'm going to think of in that game, I swear. But I'm sending Alan the link again right now because I'm wondering where he is. Where's my boyfriend? Where are you at, Alan? <laughs> Chris was wondering the same thing we both faced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was that, Kyle? Or oh, I was just kind of blown away that you called him your boyfriend, but it's okay. There's <laughs> uh, a lot of jealousy on the podcast. <laughs> podcast drama. I sent him the link again, but I well, think we so should. I, I mean, I, I definitely want to see more um, about Battlefield Five specifically because um, I, I can't get away from that from the girl's arm. Are they going with the steampunk kind of aesthetic to it as well, or did they kind of? Yeah. That's a real thing that exists. I've, I've actually, people have been showing historical documents. There's actually, what's interesting is there's actual like documented photos of uh, Japanese soldiers, like female really? Japanese soldiers who are missing limbs and they basically oh, just give them cool. prosthetic arms. And there's just literally like, they have one one good arm that can pull the trigger and they're using their prosthetic arm to aim it. So it's like, that there's, is even, cool. there's even a shot of a, a kendo training school for people who lost limbs in the war. And so oh, it's wow. literally people learning to sword fight in order to like practice with prosthetic limbs. So it's like, really? okay. it, it exists, but it is basically two big harnesses. There's like a harness that mounts it to your torso. And then basically a giant, like it's, it's very primitive, which is why mm-hmm. it looks so weird. And I know people yeah. are like, what is this? But that's actually historically accurate. It's just really weird looking by modern really? like, standards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just so many gears and stuff that shifts down. It's like, I, I assume you probably you would have to practice for years to have any. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, exactly. I mean, there's a whole bunch of controversy from like all of that that situation, which I choose to just kind of ignore because it's a battlefield game, and what I mean, if it, if it wasn't realistic, I don't really care because battlefield has never really been realistic. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah. So I, I I just thought it was it would be interesting to find out like why that's there, but I, I'm glad you had that that uh, perspective too because I had no idea about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. What's funny is because, dude, I love I I'm super hyped for Battlefield Five. It looks intense. I love World War World War Two games, but I thought it was funny that nobody could play. Like I loved Battlefield One. I thought it was awesome, but it's kind of funny that they basically like there was like one automatic machine gun that existed in this time period, and they basically just made that the main thing for every <laughs> single person in the multiplayer. It was like, oh, okay, so we're not going to complain about the accuracy of the mass producing a gun forty years early. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> Yeah, the uh, Battlefield one kind of just annoyed me. I didn't really like that game too much. I understand I'm in the minority on that, but man, my my review of that game has so many dislikes, and I'm like, I'm sorry, guys, I just don't <laughs> like it. But I, like, 
the the problem with the campaign for me was there were so many lone wolf missions. Like I what? Loved that. I loved that. Oh, wow. I loved <laughs> the one where you park your tank for some reason and start sneaking through fog, stabbing people. It's that like, was such makes bullshit. Sense. <laughs> <laughs> it makes no fucking sense at all. But uh, I think what annoyed me most was just like when that. I like that airplane mission, though, mm -hmm. the, the one where you play as Paul Rudd. He's not really Paul Rudd, but he just reminds me of Paul Rudd. But, like, oh, all of a sudden he crashes. And, oh, man, was in this movie? here's another <laughs> stealth mission. I'm like, come on, guys. And then there's a dude with a freaking he's, – he's the juggernaut, essentially. Yep. He's an Italian juggernaut. And I'm like, that's not accurate either. But you know what? Mm -hmm. It's so hard to make it accurate that – it's never even, it's barely even been attempted trying to make a World War One game, so they had to take some creative liberties. It's not like they're going to make a realistic World War One game. That'd be super boring. Yeah, <laughs> people don't realize most of that war was literally sitting around. But the amount of people that died just sitting in the trenches with like wound rot is way higher than the amount of people who got blown up. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it would have been a boring game otherwise. But you know, I'm more excited for Battlefield Five. But 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 they're saying like, okay, there's going to be no premium pass, which I believe they've. I believe that part. But they also said there's not going to be any loot boxes, and I'm like, nope, I don't believe you. So, I don't fucking believe you. I did more research. There will not be loot boxes. There will be paid uh, microtransactions for skins. But mm -hmm. I actually will give them a half tip of my hat. Because I'm glad that they're not doing loot boxes. It's cool yeah, that it's like, okay, yeah. if you want to get a weed skin for your machine gun, you just pay 99 cents instead of paying. That's going to be 420. I, I will quit the game if that's not $4.20. Exactly. exactly, exactly. <laughs> I will chuck that disc out my window. And if it's a digital copy, I'll just you know, chuck my console out the window. Like, <laughs> But no, if that yeah. is the case, like, I, man, I remember thinking that about Battlefront 2. Like, okay, there's not going to be a season pass. That's cool. And then they. They freaking like raked us with loot boxes, yeah. and I'm just yeah. like, no yeah. thanks. Yep. So I'm 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 still holding out like skepticism because it's EA, and you know how I feel about EA. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, but you if know, if you've ever if, heard him you know how he feels about EA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm hoping I'm hoping they stick to that because I'm kind of excited for Battlefield Five. And you know what? I bought Titanfall Two because literally just because they said like it's not going to have a season pass or anything. And Titanfall yeah. 2 was an amazing game. So, of course, mm. nobody bought it. Yeah, with, with all free DLC, all the DLC in that game forever is free. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. You rarely see that from EA these days. But, you know, if they're continuing that trend with Battlefield 5, then then I'll gladly pay money for that game just it's, to tell them, this is okay. This yeah, is it's okay. just going to be for now. It's just going to be for now because even their uh, CEO said it's something uh, like loot boxes, the way they're doing things, is something that they plan on continuing. Mm. Unfortunately. Oh, uh, what's this? Alan's in the chat. What the fuck, Alan? <laughs> like he's this guy, Curly Supreme. He's like, hey, I really wanted to be good. Well, why aren't you in the, the video, Alan? <laughs> okay, whatever. Uh, should we start the Nintendo predictions without him? <laughs> he can write it in the chat if he's just gonna be there. <laughs> exactly. Oh no, Damon's here. Damn it, Damon. Get out of here. We don't want your ass. We have a bet. Damon and I have a bet going on. See? And, of course, Alan's eating. You know what, Alan? You can eat on the podcast. I won't mind this one time. This one time, I will not mind. Actually, I think I'll get a kick out of that. So, yes. <laughs> hey, look. He joined the video call. How you doing, buddy? Hey. Hold on. Hold on. And and accidentally end the call. There we go. Look at that. There you go. Finally. Okay. <laughs> Army. <laughs> Screw up, Damon. He doesn't even know who Damon is. 
<laughs> yes. Okay, cool. Brought him over from the Super Troopers, so yeah. What did I miss? How is, how is everybody going? Everybody's going good, man. You sound a little quiet, though. You think you can try and fix that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, 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 senor. Okay, so here's the deal. Damon and I have a bet going on right now. Um, he thinks that Super Smash Bros. Switch will launch in September and Pokemon in November. And I'm like, you are full of shit, sir. And I don't give a crap about when Pokemon comes out. But I'm I'm telling you, Smash is coming out either late October or in November. It's not going to be September. Like, keep dreaming, dude. What do you think? Yeah. I think, Who are you asking right now? <laughs> I'm not asking anybody. I, I see. I think. I think you're right. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think we can expect to talk over. I wouldn't necessarily be surprised though if it is earlier because we really don't know how long they have been working on this. Have they been working on this since they pretty much stopped DLC on the Wii U version? Who knows? You know. So I think it's probable for October. I wouldn't be surprised if it's earlier though. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually. Oh, sorry. I'm actually gonna agree with Damon. And I think it's actually going to come out around September because if they are doing Pokemon, that's going to be in a November, October, November title. What do you think, Max? I definitely think it's going to be uh, Smash Brothers in September. Uh, and the reason why is because they need something to tell, sell that online service. Even as somebody who's pretty interested in the idea of the online service and is absolutely addicted to Splatoon 2, I am seeing some negativity in the Nintendo fan base about the idea of this thing that's been free and has not had a lot of special features, and now it's coming out, and it still doesn't really have that many special features, but now you got to pay for it. I think you got to just basically drop Smash day one with really good support for online and be like, look, like you're paying for server upkeep. You're paying for this stuff. It's an experience mm-hmm. that only costs you two $10 bills. It's worth mm-hmm. it. So, so, I definitely what do, think so Max, what do you think about uh, maybe a surprise announcement for a game people want? In my mind, I think of Fortnite. If that were to get to be a surprise announcement at E3 and then get dropped, oh, and that's launching day and date with our online service. Well, do you think that's probable at all? Uh, no. Um, I, I, I mean, I would say it's possible. Nothing's outside the possibility. Uh, from all the ears on the ground I've tried to listen for, though, it does not seem like Fortnite coming to Switch. So... I think what's happening is people inside of Epic Games are working their ass off to find a way to cobble this together in a way yeah. that will be as close to every other console as possible, and it's just not quite there. And so until yeah. the alpha version internally works, they don't even want to talk dates. So they're so vehemently denying any sort of speculation with it. So I think that it's just like, I don't think it's going to be done in two months, three months, five months. I think it's going to be something that probably comes out November, maybe, yeah, I would agree with that. but uh, I, I think uh, that is something they'll probably try. And if we may see a teaser for it, we at E3, we may get like a trailer that just shows like somebody picking up a gold scar and being like, later this year, or Mario hat. <laughs> yeah, I do think they're gonna do something like that. I do yeah, think exactly. they're gonna put some Mario stuff in there. Yep, You're exactly. still a little quiet, uh, Mr. Uh, James. I just the mic, unfortunately, the, the snowball doesn't work. But I do think that Fortnite, with its really good optimization, probably what what he said, it's probably going to be at the end of the year. Like, eShop cards are going to sell like hotcakes if that game comes out at the end of the year. It's going to be nuts. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have friends who play 
I have friends who play Fortnite on PC and stuff, and even they're like, dude, I'd, I'd fucking play Fortnite on Switch. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> you tell me just... I could go to my local Starbucks and just sit there for like two or three hours at a session? I, I'd love that. Oh, yeah. Well, and I've had tremendous success with very good online experiences going off the hotspot off my phone. And I want to see it with a shooter if that's gonna. I, I've I've had some. I've had pretty good success with Splatoon, um, but I have had dropped games on my hotspot. But like Mario Kart um, has been like I've never have a problem. So I really want to see a game like Fortnite if it would be able to live off of my phone hotspot because I can imagine myself waiting for class to start uh, just playing Fortnite. That heck, why not? You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, that I've game seen. though. There's also Murphy's, or was it Murphy's Law or something Murphy's like that? Law. Yeah, Murphy's, Murphy's Law. Law. We have not heard a thing about that in a while. Oh. And I remember a lot of these games, like there was that one on 3DS that was a really good, like Gears of War type shooter that was really good. And that it really so good. It, it showed off its like online features. Maybe they're holding it off for maybe the online features for this for uh, at least uh, probably winter or something. I'd hope. I, thought I, I, think that game's, I think that game's dead and gone at this point. I don't think it's, what was it called? Like Iron something? Yeah, but I, I don't remember what it was called. But yeah, I don't think we that can That was even a good one. That. A lot of people, I think, if I remember correctly, that was used for homebrew. Yeah, so that's why they took the game away, I think. Yeah. Well. But um, other than that, the thing is, I don't think Nintendo's smart enough to launch uh, Nintendo Switch Online and Smash in the same day. And yeah, I said that. It's an important decision because there's not enough real games to like make you want to get the online service immediately. It's like, oh, so you're telling me that I can't play Mario Tennis or Mario Kart or Splatoon without paying $5? Eh, I've had enough of it already. I've played a year and a half of it already. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people would be in that mindset, at least yeah. for a minute, until they see, oh, wait, you're telling me that you're going to have more of this and maybe another one of the online games and smash day one? sold you know yeah that's I, what i, I hope agree because i heard when you guys say september and i was like oh my god it's a month sooner than i thought i would love that yeah i don't i still don't see it happening but you know we'll find out come in E3. two weeks well, yeah, I think well they, might not, they might not even give us a release date then who knows but you I, know i think they I honestly think that some of the features could be high sellers for it too selling points for it too especially if they're going to give us more information on these downloadable titles as we come closer and what their online functionality will be. I know myself, if they were to announce like, hey, we are actually going to incorporate SNES games, maybe if they're not at launch, but I, I know that alone would be like, okay, yeah, I can, yeah. I, I, I can do that. Just tease us out. Yeah, that's, you're a million percent nailed my idea too, or my like uh, thing as well, which is just like, if you even mention other things you're working on, that would keep me going. I'd probably even yeah. pay for it up front if it's just like, yeah. okay, like this isn't here yet, but we're working on like a Netflixy style thing for old Nintendo stuff. We're going to call it the Nintendo Vault because we're just going to shove all your money into it. <laughs> that'll be ready. That'll get us invested at least. Yeah. All right. Now, before I move on, uh, Alan, you showed up late. So I would like to hear your little um, little goodbye message to Total Biscuit, because we all went around the, the table to talk a little bit about him and his life and his passing. And keep it under an hour, Alan. Oh, come on, guys. I was going to cry in the third half, you know. No, um, Total Biscuit was a really good guy. He was a good good opinion maker. He had a lot of really good videos. He lot like a lot of good series. He was a... Uh, part of the co-optional podcast which i actually really love the art style too and actually helped like inspire a lot of the art that i did now which is great and then i think honestly it's a really good podcast in general just like people should look at it and be like this is kind of like how we should do things like that 
and mm-hmm. he just basically was a really good pioneer. He was a pioneer for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. That he was. He will be missed. Yes. Thank you for everything, Total Biscuit. And good luck to and good luck to his wife. I forget her name. Uh, to what was that? Gina Bain, and then um, his kid is Tobias. I think. Tobias is such a badass name, dude. I love that name. <laughs> He's up there criticizing StarCraft Two in heaven. Well, yeah, and and you know he always in all of his videos he always complained about bad FOV sliders, about being able to yep. expand the field of view. <laughs> and and uh, on one of his memorials, the top comments, and I really liked that it, it said. In heaven, he's finally going to get that 360 field of view. And I, I, he <laughs> yes. would have loved that joke. That's why it gets me. Uh, such a good oh my God. Yeah, really. That's great. But um, yeah, we're going to start talking about our Nintendo predictions finally. This is my favorite, always my favorite episode, just because a huge Nintendo fanboy here. We're all big Nintendo fans here. Let's be right. honest. It's, it's a company we all grew up on. And we were <laughs> some of us were born into it because we're so young here. But Reggie gave birth to me. That's that's the story of my life. Damn, so, son. I'm forever grateful. Forever grateful. But um, before we get to that, we're going to talk about the games we already know about and the stuff that should be seen at the show. Starting with Fire Emblem Switch, which where the hell is it? It's coming out this year. Do we find? Are they finally going to show us the game, or are they going to also say, "Oh, by the way, it's delayed"? Like I don't, I don't know if this game is going to be out this year. What, Chris? I know, you're saying, no, hopefully it's not delayed. I'd <laughs> love to you're trying to interject. They're like, eh. Yeah, well, if, if it is a delay, they're not going to announce that at E3. That's for sure. They don't want but, any negative yeah. press whatsoever. Didn't but, they do uh, the, the, the Xenoblade 2, though? Like, right before they announced, like, they announced the December release date, and then they were like, hey, you haven't seen it in a while, but here's Xenoblade 2, also December. Like, I, I've been saying that for the last few directs, or last two videos that we've had. I'm like I'm dead sure that like Fire Emblem should be a December release because then you have be. you've got October Smash, which I originally thought November Pokemon is a Fire December Emblem. Fire Emblem. <laughs> Smash Bros. Oh. is a Fire Emblem. Copying <laughs> 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 on the technicality there. I'm just <laughs> just gonna just gonna Roman Reigns get out of there. I don't know <laughs> wrestling references, but whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. They blew me out the building. <laughs> But yeah, this is very interesting. This was this game was announced before the Switch came out in the Fire Emblem Direct. Uh, it said release date 2018, and we still haven't seen anything about it, but pretty sure E3 is going to be the icebreaker for this game. Uh, what do we even expect from this? Like, um, this is going to be the first home console Fire Emblem game. Like, yes, the Switch is a home console, guys. It's also a home console and a handheld. It's pretty cool, right? Mm-hmm. But um, this is going to be the first home console Fire Emblem game since uh, Radiant Dawn on the Wii, I believe. Mm-hmm. Why, why do Path of Radiance and Radiant Dawn have to have, like, the same word in it? But, um, <laughs> but yeah, do you think it's going to have, like, a different art style? Different? It's not going to have a different art style, that's for sure. The yeah. anime, the Weeaboo anime style saved them, <laughs> let's be honest. But I, like, I just want to know what it's going to look like in-game. I think it's going to follow directly in the footsteps of stuff like Path of Radiance, mm-hmm. which is like... I, I think something that helped them a lot with uh, Fire Emblem Awakening was having tons of different styles of difficulty mode all the way down to like baby difficulty and every enemy gets one shot all the way up to uh, somebody sneezes on your character, they're dead forever and it deletes your save file. <laughs> so I think they're probably going to do that again because it worked so well and make it where like Fire Emblem Switch becomes the Fire Emblem you have to buy because uh, it works so well with Awakening and I know I've heard some more of the more hardcore fans hate on Awakening because it does have some casual options, 
uh, but it made it more approachable. So I think they're definitely yeah. going to do that again, which is like, it's Fire in the Mio, but with also this stuff. Exactly. Yeah, if, it wasn't, if it wasn't for Awakening, like, like for all that baby stuff, the series would be dead right now. I 100% yeah, agree with you. Yep, yep. And I don't see I don't see an easier difficulty ever preventing someone from buying a game. You know, it, as long as they have the harder difficulty they want and crave on there, then we're set. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, oh darn, your damn niche game is more approachable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boo hoo. <laughs> especially because they named it so well. They they it wasn't easy, medium, and hard. I think they called it like classic, original, and like new. They called it like things that sounded yeah. like Everybody sounded the same, so you, nobody ever in the Fire Emblem community ever sounded like a jerk. They're like, "Oh, what, what, uh, what kind of good gameplay are you doing right now?" It was never like, "Oh, you playing on fucking easy?" <laughs> <laughs> Classic. What are you? That <laughs> general. Yeah, I didn't hear you. You're so quiet, Alan. I'm trying to be louder. That's, That's better. That's a goal but... in life. That's a resolution. Lustrous Get louder. Speaking of resolution, your webcam's a solid 240p, my friend. Oh, I gotta fix that then. I guess <laughs> I don't know it's how just, to fix that really. Like, it's just no. It's just Google. It's just Google Hangouts. Like, that, don't that worry about my it. Heart. This is a good webcam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Uh, another game was talked about. Um, Yoshi, which got a gameplay trailer last year. Haven't seen it since, and uh, that's that's a curious game because it's being developed in Unreal Engine by I'm Nintendo. I'm starting to get themselves. convinced that this is more and more like they decided to change it since the last time you saw it. So now it's Yoshi's Cookie Two. Mm. Yoshi's I would, God, <laughs> I would die. Uh, online happiness. features would be up the wazoo. Oh my God! Think of. <laughs> But no, man, Yoshi's Woolly World on the Wii U was hype. It was amazing. That game was just like, yeah, mm, it was great. And there was like, there was, you know, those fake E3 lists where it's just like, do not share with anybody those things. <laughs> I am so convinced that the, that a couple of those lists got the name of that Yoshi game right, like Yoshi flipped around or Yoshi's Flipping Island or something. Yeah, Yoshi in our chat said flipped around too. So I mean, it's definitely. A popular one, that one. Yoshi's what were you saying next? Yoshi's Flippy Dippy. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that'd be good. It's going to have flip in the title. Guaranteed. Yoshi's Wooly Wonky. <laughs> <laughs> if it's Yoshi's Wooly World 2, I'm just going to give a whole hope on Planet Earth. I just love that. Like, they've done it for so long now. I don't think Yoshi could ever go back to not this, like, storybook, cartoony, yarn style. Even going back to 64... I was playing Yoshi's Story, and it, it, I was like, wow, this does have that woolly yarn style to it as well. Mm-hmm. Except yeah. for that theme song that you'll never get out of your head if you ever hear it. Now it's in my head. Why would you do this? <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting here being like, I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's eating me alive. <laughs> Oh, that, that, it's, they're going to be a uh, zombie mode is what you're saying with eating alive. Okay, gotcha. Wait, Yoshi Battle Royale? Who said that? <laughs> Confirmed. Confirmed. Dan with online service. Oh, my God. That's okay. the Fortnite tie-in, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I've been saying I want a Splatoon Battle Royale. I love Splatoon oh, 2 a lot, and I would love a thing where Inklings drop on there. You don't know who your teammates are going to be. You drop down. You end up with a random uh, splatter, and you set to play. And uh, last splat standing wins. I, I yeah, that's a good one. I, 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 Splatter Royale. Oh my god! Exactly. Oh, it's it's so so good. Good. 
God, that's cool. Much. Yeah, and I can see that definitely working on its way even to the next Splatoon if it doesn't happen for like a DLC for this Splatoon. Just because I think Battle Royale is going the way of being being another mode for multiplayer shooters. I, I, at first, it's kind of been a meme with like, oh, the, this game's getting a Battle Royale, this game's getting a Battle Royale. But eventually, like, Halo's going to have a Battle Royale, Gears of War, Splatoon, like these other shooters that we like are going to have a Battle Royale because it's just that popular. It's like capture the flag at that point. It's just another mode you get on your yeah, shooter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But do you yeah. guys feel that a uh, battle royale is something that'll be around for a while, or just kind of like a flavor of the month kind of thing? Uh, I, I don't think it's feel like it down the line. I think it's always going to be around, even if it's just not as popular. I, I don't know. I think, it, I it's, think... Oh. it's it's this generation's horde mode. We're going to see yes. it for five years total. Like when Gears of War two invented horde mode, everybody from Halo to freaking Killzone had to try and replicate it in some yeah. way. And so you still see it occasionally, but it 99% of people have left behind. So mm-hmm. it really kind of blew up last year. I think we're going to see it this year, next year, and probably the year after. And then after that, people are just not going to, because something a lot of people don't realize is that battle Royale is actually very difficult to program. Like mm-hmm. designing the map is difficult, but actually having 100 people on a map, all yeah. communicating flawlessly with the server, with your gear, your health, your shields, every single piece of it. Like, that's very difficult to optimize. Yeah. So, uh, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of games after a while, they're like, Look, man, we could build an entire single player, we're just going to build that over here. Yeah, remember, yeah. guys, sign that Mag 2 petition if you want to. Oh, what a uh, trashy for that one. Yeah, uh, so bad. But uh, uh, next game on the list, uh, you know, you know, I'm I'm hyped about this Metroid Prime Four. You didn't see my reaction video. Look it up, Commonwealth Realm. My Metroid Prime Four it reaction was featured on German television. Let's just <laughs> let's just remember this. It was featured on German television, and the look on Joey's face when I showed him that was the best. <laughs> it wasn't oh. i don't think it was german television maybe but it was definitely a it was big news anchors, it was news anchors talking about video games or electronics and then they mentioned it and then they showed reactions to metroid 2 metroid 2 no, no, metroid prime 2 my bad metroid prime 2 2 4 my bad okay <laughs> it's I don't... been a while we're back in the gamecube era <laughs> <laughs> joey were you like 10 <laughs> it was actually i was nine actually when Metroid Prime 2. German. <laughs> but um yeah that um so fucking hype for Metroid Prime 4. That's what I'm going into E3 for like fuck yes please. I've just been worried. show me a cinematic trailer. Just give me anything more. Like you don't even need to show me like it doesn't need to come out this year. It doesn't need to be playable on the shelf floor, which it won't be. Those two things are not gonna happen. This is a 2019 game guaranteed. Joey just... it'll be a December title. no thanks (laughs) guys so we're all pretty much staying at the airbnb together while we're at we're at los angeles for e3 but one thing i've been worrying about i've been dreading since like we've gotten the spot is oh my god joey's gonna yell so loud the neighbors are gonna call us report us and we're gonna get kicked out of the airbnb feel it (laughs) joey's gonna do it and he's just gonna tweet one thing worth it Oh my god. And you know what's gonna happen too. It's just like like all I really all I really want this year is like they could show me just maybe a smidge more gameplay, perhaps. I feel like it's possible. They showed gameplay for Yoshi last year. It's never haven't seen it since and it's mm. coming out this year. It could be possible, but I'm not holding my breath for that. I'm just hoping whatever trailer they show us, cinematic or not, ends with 
2019 and then relive the trilogy in HD on the Nintendo Switch. You think like, that's gonna be one of those titles that comes out immediately after the direct? No, 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 no. This is this they're gonna treat this like it's a Twilight Princess HD and Waker HD release. All right. I think it's I don't know because it was is on the, the first one. For $20. Is the first one gonna be physical and the other two digital downloads? Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> oh. That'd be interesting. It's gonna have that ugly bar on top and everything. <laughs> I hate that ugly bar. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's, it's annoying. I, I'm excited for Metroid Prime 4 as a concept, but I my thing is I just need to see it. Like it's mm-hmm. I, I'm actually, I just, uh, I'm replaying through Metroid Fusion right now, and recently I went back to the original Metroid Prime, and both of those are such good, good, good games, mm-hmm. but it's one of those things of, like, if I don't have even a scrap of gameplay to see, I just, I can't get excited for ideas anymore. Like, so many games, like, Scalebound, what a magnificent idea that will yeah. never exist. So now I'm at the point where I'm like, I need to see, even if you, like you said, if it's just a story trailer, give me a a taste test as to what this will theoretically be in a couple years. I just need yes. to see if the, I just need to make sure this game exists beyond a PNG version of the of the logo. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know that was a PNG file too, because it's it transparent. Was, yeah. Of course, of course. But um, they're, they're also what's the what's the subtitle going to be? It's going to be something stupid and cliche like Metroid Prime Four Resurrection or some shit. And That's just, Metroid Prime Four Alien. Other M Two. Fuck you, Chris. <laughs> oh, Metro Prime Prime 4, Metro, Metro Prime 4 Federation Forces Deluxe. Oh, man. I was, yeah, it just says Fe- <laughs> uh, uh, Federation Forces Canon will be the subheader of it. <laughs> I was just thinking if it's Metroid Prime 4 Resurrection, it's literally just plays an MP4 file of Alien Resurrection the entire game. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for Metroid Prime 4. But after that, we also have Pokemon Switch. People are theorizing that there's going to be a trailer for the game this week, which I'm just like, don't know how to feel well, about that. There's rumors that it's going to be tomorrow. Um, I guess the official Eevee Go kind of like Twitter mm. page tweeted out a Japanese screenshot of the game and it said something about tomorrow sleeping and tomorrow, but it, there's been like multiple translations of it, but sleeping and tomorrow are both in it. It, it is. And, and so I, my translation of it basically breaks down to uh, that we'll wake up tomorrow at 1121. But so some people are thinking that that means when the direct will be, or some people think that that means November 21st. Um, and that screenshot is from Heart Gold Soul Silver. So I definitely believe that that is, if that's a, a real tweet, I definitely think that it's uh, emphasizing that this is a remake. It's basically mm-hmm. saying the next big remake. Mm-hmm. That'd be beautiful. For the Switch? Be I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, there's a bunch of Pokemon rumors going around, but I haven't read any of them. Cause... Well, so far, to catch you and anybody else who doesn't know, basically the Pokemon rumors are the game is supposed to be revealed sometime at the end of this month. Uh, Emily mm. Rogers from Resetter also said, hey, it's still going to happen at the end of this month. The game is supposed to have implications uh, or implementations of uh, Pokemon Go, and then you're going to be able to feel like it's going to have some things from there, some things take away, and it's going to have this. It's going to be a Kanto remake, from what rumors are saying. Yes. Well, I'm it won't be 1121 in- because it's already 134 in Japan right now. <laughs> well, there goes that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, really, like I can't. 
can't predict that honestly like I, I, part of me wants to say that this is too far-fetched another part of me is just like maybe it isn't but yeah i don't care too much about pokemon to really think about that but hopefully this new pokemon switch game is gets me into this series well for me personally i i fell out of it just before sun and moon so x or i mean black and white two no x and y whatever well i played all of those <laughs> but right before i stopped playing them religiously right before sun and moon dropped and I was hoping that I would get back into it this time around. But then the rumors started coming around with the Pokemon Go integration. And not that I absolutely hate that game, but I want that to stay where it's at. I don't I don't want those mechanics to make it its way over. And if they blow me away, I'll be optimistic about it. I'll be like, okay, yeah, I was wrong. But as of it's, as if it stands right now, if it continues on that Pokemon Go track of oh, how we catch Pokemon or how the, the battle system, I do not want to tap my Switch to, to battle, you know? So I think what I'm doing. What was the, what'd you just fucking say, Alan? <laughs> Not the ghost system. No, 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 no. From like what? what I've seen on like Reddit posts and everything, like a lot of people brought up a lot of really good ideas. And one of them was like, hey, you're able to transfer your Pokemon from the game to go and it works just like the Poke Walker. And it's like, that's a really right. nice idea. That would be cool. And uh, like how they integrated that with with Heart and Gold or Heart, or Heart Gold and Soul Silver, like how they brought that out with the with the game if you bought it. So imagine if they gave you the go plus the wristband with your purchase of the switch. And that was in that, like mm-hmm. maybe you put a Pokemon on your, on Pokemon go to like build up XP and stuff. Yeah. I, like uh, I got also shout out to the comments. Uh, Kyle, when you said this may sound far fetched or maybe I said it, mm-hmm. I don't remember who said it. Far fetched. Uh, uh, the comments. Got him. I, I'm really hoping this is a Kanto. When it comes to integration, some of the stuff I've been reading that I personally believe is uh, possibly creating secondary modes where you can choose to walk around in the grass, maybe first person or something in in the oh, Switch version, and use the uh, the screen to actually do the special throws, like swirling to throw the ball in. Nice, yeah. That that way, stuff like that of like just changing up the way we play. That way, it doesn't just feel like yeah. Pokemon Yellow again. Because well, just just imagine using a Joy-Con and twirling, like throwing your Joy-Con. You know, throwing, but <laughs> I throw my Switch. <laughs> throw, throw, like t- motioning with your Joy-Con, like you were throwing a Pokeball, and then like you release the R button as you want to let go. That would be really fun. You're gonna need a wrist strap for that. Let me tell you. <laughs> but it's gonna ruin yeah. my brand new 4K TV that way. <laughs> but do we think uh, it's coming out this year? Yes. 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 Yeah. Well, okay. Because number one, the biggest thing, uh, the people who have already seen it uh, have said that it basically looks like a, a very upscaled 3DS game. It is not a full 3D crazy thing. If if that's what people are hoping. It ain't Damn. that. This is uh, this is a 3DS game repainted for the Switch. That's kind of disappointing if that's true. Uh, yeah. I mean, a little. Well, and, and that's what everyone was saying is is all the good leaks I've read. Basically, the main thing that a lot of the the leakers that have seen it the the gameplay have said is that people are going to be real divided when they show that first gameplay tease because half the people are going to be like, "Hey, this is like a cool." back to roots pokemon and the other half of the people are going to be like you're just literally putting pokemon yellow inside of pokemon moon and selling it again you know mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah i was really hoping when they announced a new pokemon game it'd be like uh xd or coliseum where it's yeah. that action yeah. rpg I agree. 
I was really but, hoping we'd get one of those, and then eventually, because I know 3DS is phasing out next, like in the next year or so, then they can work on that. But for right now, since this is kind of like a home hybrid, they would have uh, given us one more action RPG because fans mm-hmm. have been wanting that, or even yeah. a Pokemon Stadium. Heck, oh, that would have been awesome. Started on that. <laughs> yeah, I wanted this. Excellent. The chat knows how much I love that game. <laughs> Yeah, the, yeah, I wanted this Pokemon game to be as ambitious as something like Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild, just to Nintendo to keep that ambitious train going. But if this is the case, Pokemon Switch, it is going to be divisive. But not to say it's not going to be a not to say it's going to be a disappointing game by any means. You know, just got to wait and see. You'd about be surprised that. how many people hate Kanto for some reason. I yeah. know, dude. People, the Pokemon community is pissed about that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Us filthy casuals just want to go back to our childhood, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, they, they mock people like me, the Pokemon community. Uh, they spell it all funny, but they call us Gen 1ers. Like, oh, I yeah. Want to go back to Gen 1. It's like, look, yeah. Gen 1 was the best. You can eat it. <laughs> I'm just picturing in like the South Park fractured butthole whenever you leave the school and those rednecks come up, like, oh, it's one of them filthy Gen 1ers. Let's get them, boys. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no. Rocky, your Pikachu, boy. <laughs> Why are you letting that walk behind you? You keep that son in a ball. <laughs> I I heard, all these rednecks are not. I heard you like Charizards. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Um. Next game. Uh. We have two more games to talk about for our predictions. One of them is probably not even real, but it probably is. Uh. Smash Bros. Switch gonna be the game of the show. Nintendo, at least. I don't think it's getting shown. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's probably. <laughs> well, a lot of people are gonna pay attention to this unless Cyberpunk 2077 is gonna be there, and then that's probably gonna be the game of the show. But other than that, it's just like that game's gonna be massive. Um, there is how one gonna... issue though with Smash. What is the issue? Well, Chris the fact Star. that you're only able to play one gameplay. That's what? gonna disappoint a lot of people. Remember, they've announced that starting, I think, at the end of this month, they're going to send out um, messages to everybody going, and you're gonna be able to apply for just one gameplay session. Yeah. So that's gonna be a little bit disappointing because I remember when the Wii U version came out, I played that like seven or eight times throughout the whole show, maybe even more, because I just wanted to get my hands on it. With this, it kind of sucks because we know it's going to be the most popular, probably one of the most popular things in Nintendo, depending on what else they show or announce. And Alan's already feeling it. <laughs> but it's going to be kind of disappointing for just like everybody who just wants to maybe just go to play that for like a day. Oh, and Kyle, to answer your question, uh, 20 more minutes. Okay. 20 more minutes. It's okay. Uh... Don't need to message me privately. <laughs> just call him out on the stream. <laughs> like a big boy. But yeah, we yeah we got places to be too. But, that um, hurts. So, that legitimately hurts if that's the case. I was ready to put on like multiple mustaches, shave my face a couple times, and get a couple. You more can thank and... the reason why is you can thank E three for for fucking making this a public event. Like yeah. what? Last year was dude. Last year was rough at the Nintendo mm-hmm. booth. We get uh, three hours before the regular attendees get in. Oh, really? Um, the first two days. I didn't know that. That's awesome. It's like two, three hours, and then on uh, Thursday, it's just all all out, same time. They listen to us. Well, the last podcast after E3, they listen to us. It's not going to matter. It's not It'll make that Nintendo line a little easier if they were doing Zelda, but yeah, for yeah. Smash, it's going to be, you have to reserve your spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. It makes me sad. Yeah, uh, we won't dwell on Smash for too long because we only have 20 more minutes. We already know what Smash is. 
if you don't know Smash is going to happen. Uh, don't know how many stages we're going to see. It's interesting because this is going to be like the first time like Smash for gameplay is going to debut at not really debut, but I don't even know what I'm talking about. Forget it. Um, gameplay wise, yeah, it's I mean, weird that's, that, that happened with Smash like, Four. But. Smash got announced and is going to be released the same year that you know what I mean in, within the same year. How they're going to give? Yeah, how they're going to release information during this E3 about that game is going to be interesting. Well, that's not really going to be hard to do, really. It's going to be pretty difficult. So, well, yeah. Isn't, uh, what was that, Max? I was going to say real quick, uh, two super interesting things. What really kind of gets me the most interested is that there were those, the uh, a developer accidentally talked about it and said that he helped to build uh, Smash, and he's a Bando Namco employee, which means mm -hmm. that Bando Namco, uh, Bandai Bando Namco is definitely still on board for it. And the other thing is, uh, I got a screenshot from Emily Rogers on her special Discord server saying that she's seen like the complete roster now for uh, Smash Switch and just said like, it's going to be jaw-dropping start to finish. Like every single, it's going to be like 100% attach rate. Like every single person who owns the Switch is going to own this game. They're going to have to. So uh, can I have confirmed? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm hoping for stuff like Snake to come back. I, hey, I, yeah. so I was just stuff. talking about that today. I yeah. think that's a really good way for him to live on. I just yes. yeah. Yeah, but, but Konami doesn't care about us. Unless it's in a but Nintendo does. Money. But yeah, they'll take two percent of those sales as uh, royalty, though. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah right. they're gonna like that money. They're gonna say, okay, you can have Snake, but you got to put our pachinko game in your Switch. Some has to be a level that you're inside. You're fighting inside a pachinko machine. That's, 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 that's his level. survive integration. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sakurai is like, I was gonna do that anyway. <laughs> you know he would. But um, this game is a rumor. You know, Alan knows where I'm going with this. What the fuck is Star Fox Grand Prix? Why, why do I not <laughs> like it? Event, boys. Let it was kind of this is a barrel roll. Alan live for. We love we live for Star Fox. Why do you have this to bring is, this up right now? This is why I brought in this is part of the reason why I brought Dreamcast guy here in. Because mm -hmm. he is with me on this. You this brought in a ringer? That's, that's unfair, you son of a yeah. I'm here to use my years of YouTube super experience to tell you why Star Fox Grand Prix is a bad idea while also being a good game. My problem is it's not properly using this awesome IP. It is one of the greatest space games of all time because yes, we've seen it as Star Fox Command, of course the Star Fox plane shooters, we've had submarines, we've gotten all this stuff that could make it a good racer, but why? Like, that's like when they tried to make Sackboy into his own racing game with the crappy play. It's like, yeah, God, that's, that's already right. good as Little Big Planet. We didn't need Little Big Planet carts. It's, yeah. it's, it's wasting the infinite potential of Fox McCloud and his epic team. Mm -hmm. Oh, we got that. Hey, we got that with Jack and Baxter. Remember Jack X racing? Jack X. Oh, yeah. Uh, and and but most importantly, we're also wasting the potential of Retro Studios. Okay, Joey wants to get on this. Okay, Joey, you ready? Yes. Star Fox favorite series. You know that I play Mario Star Fox sixty four at least once a day. But seriously though, like I do don't I do think this is going to be a fun game, and I completely agree with them that this is going to be a fun game, bad idea for retro, but at the same time, you can't be salty about a studio working so be, hard until you I see the end salty. result. Until well, you see the end result. Well, and, and I've also seen some some good sources that say that they had three projects going on simultaneously. Yeah, so I heard that as well. One is definitely Star Fox, and we realized the other one was the Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze port. We don't know what that mystery third project is. Uh, mm -hmm. The main thing is, weren't they hiring... <laughs> 
weren't they hiring programmers for a space shooter at one point? So we don't know what that is, but it seems like it could be some new IP. Well, mm -hmm. what do you guys think if maybe let's I'm gonna take Star Fox Zero for example. I, you can insult me because I know and not everybody loved it, <laughs> but but what if Star Fox Racing was an add-on game for a real Star Fox game? I was that's what I'm hoping for. See, that's, that's what, what I'm hoping I said for. a few weeks ago oh, before I roasted it, wanted to roast Joey into a oblivion. <laughs> I, even if they were to take a route of saying, okay, like we want we want to experiment with this, we want to do the Star Fox Racing thing, but if they were to bring Star Fox Zero back in a port that didn't require motion controls yeah, and the second yeah, yeah. screen, it wouldn't be a bad game. Like the, the fundamental game itself was fine. And so I really want people to give it a second chance with how a Star Fox game is made to be. Yeah, I, I completely agree. But the thing I don't like about it being a racing game specifically is that it takes this idea that like racing is always like, it's like the best of levels. You see like, uh other games that come off as like a spin-off racing game it's always here's this level from this game and this level from this game star fox doesn't really have much to go with except for a yeah. few planets from each game mm -hmm. so it's like yeah. how are you going to make these mm -hmm. like oh hey it's uh you know it's corneria oh hey it's um era you know sector six or something like that it's like you got those but you can't really build a new level in the new game without a like you can but at the same time it's not going to be as memorable because you didn't have time to build it up as it's this big yeah. You well, can have two stages per section. One land, one air. I'm just going to throw that out for the hell of it. Well, I, I was going to say, so from what I've read, it basically started out as they built an entire alpha version of Diddy Kong Racing 2. That's what I heard about, yeah. And apparently they built stages that worked really well in air, uh, sea, and ground, and then they just realized that it wasn't fresh enough, and so for some reason they decided to really hardcore pivot and turn into Star Fox Grand Prix. That's so a crazy pivot. I know, right? It's sort of it's like, it's like, yeah, we were starting making Halo and instead we just decided to make StarCraft Six. What the hell happened to StarCraft Three through Five? <laughs> I mean Forza Horizon five is coming out and you know yeah, yeah. So it four or five, I don't remember. It it's so <laughs> I so I'm excited for Grand Prix in a theoretical sense but man i i'm still just really let down i'm hoping i i the main hope i have is that this game somehow sells like crazy and they go okay we can name things star fox and they'll move off store shelves again and they make yeah. a real star fox so i'm still seriously disappointed from star fox zero i just want to put that out there <laughs> i do yeah. i give it a four out of ten of my review i was pissed yeah um <laughs> But so, let's move on before I, let's keep let's because we got 10 minutes left, <laughs> right? And I just want to add this is my final point on this topic as well. But, um, I think that this has I, after Mario and Rabbits, I'd never want to sell a game short before it's officially shown off to us that. because that game I I love that game, <laughs> I play that on a very regular basis. And when it was announced, I was like, oh, shoes, I, I don't want that. Like, oh, that's all sounds... of us were, all yeah. of us were. Like, no, I, was wants that. The idea. I don't want Mario and Rabbits together. What the heck? And now it's just it blows everyone away. So, I am cautiously optimistic as someone who is not as hardcore as Alan. I don't play Star Fox 64 daily, but I, I do have neither does he. <laughs> I really do, I legitimately do. You want to test me on that, joke. but it, it's it's life, it's it's bay it's whatever you want to call it <laughs> but so it, it i love the, the franchise and but that also i have to agree with dreamcast guy there that it's just um it's a, it's an injustice to the franchise it's it, a racing game doesn't live to the potential that star fox can be 
You sound a little hypocritical there, Kyle. Hmm. Well, that's why I'm, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm very in the middle. Like I, I'm torn both ways. I feel this way, but I can also see myself when it gets announced. Being like, okay, I was wrong. I'm just saying, don't waste Retro's potential on a fucking racing game. Like seriously. Like, but the, have you seen them make four, a ra- racing waited, game before? I have waited four years to see what they've been working on. If it's a if it's a racing game that doesn't that's not genre defying, then I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> Yeah, but I think we should move on to the, to the actual predictions here. So, if this is your first time listening to the Game & Talk podcast, here is what the rules are. We come up with three predictions. Each person, one that is most likely to happen, like 99% happening. One that is 50-50. It could happen. It could not happen. One is it's so impossible, but you want it to happen so badly that you would kill your best friend named James Allen Plummer to make it happen. <laughs> I know him. Oh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so let's get this started. Here, here's what the order is going to be. We always start with our guest. So Dreamcast guy is going to go first with his um, least likely prediction. And then we're going to go to Alan, Kyle, Chris. No, Alan, Kyle, me, and then Chris. Oh, oh so yeah, I'm last this time. Are we going so, most so... predicted or are we going least possible? We're going to most likely and then yeah. least likely. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So, uh, most likely, I think that they're going to come out, and uh, I think a major focus of the entire conference and the entire Nintendo Direct is going to be focused on the giant chunk of roster of Super Smash Brothers. Um, mm-hmm. I think that they're going to try and sell it hard and try and show us that this isn't just uh, another Smash, that this is basically like the definitive Smash, because I feel like the community is a little bit worried right now that it's just going to be Smash 4 remastered i think they're mm-hmm. going to try and really show that these are new characters with new balance on new stages yes i see what you mean there so uh, who who was after who was after max i believe that's me that, <laughs> is, that is i believe that is um but yeah actually let me dwell on that prediction for a second yeah i do think a lot of that direct is going to go towards characters new characters newcomers characters rather. i actually kind of really hope that the, i hope they do that but at the same time they leave a couple out so they do what they did when the first or for smash 4 came out and they yes. just like dropped them sporadically through like the weekend or the that's what the they're that's why they go to the website like every day to see who was coming yeah exactly they did a little press conference and they'd have like a little demo and then like sakurai would come out and be like check this trailer out and then somebody else comes out yeah. i loved but, it but at e3 they got announced crash Let's be honest. Crash is happening, whether you guys like it or not. <laughs> I'd hope. You know, I, I hope I see a lot of mascots that really, like, you never think would happen. Because they did that last year, and I was, like, blown away when Cloud came out. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. Uh, Alan, what's your prediction? Most likely. Uh, I'm really hoping to hear a lot on... Uh, I'm assuming we're going to hear a lot on the games that are MIA since they first announced them back at the Indie Direct, back before even the Switch came out. There's a lot mm-hmm. of games that are still haven't had a release date or anything, you know, close to one. Like, you know, um, what was it? Uh, Pocket Rumble. You haven't heard from that in a while. You haven't heard mm-hmm. from Morphe's Law. You haven't heard from uh, a lot of these guys. So I'm just hoping Hollow for Knight. Under, Undertale, Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight, please. Please give me Hollow Knight on so Switch. Just release dates. That's what I'm hoping. Release dates for indie games. I, I feel mm-hmm. like they're going to definitely focus on that. I think yeah. those will be more of a treehouse kind yeah. of thing. They're going to show off probably some Hollow Knight gameplay, I I hope. And they're like, hey, guys, guess what? You can pick it up like in July. And it's like, cool. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Kyle, what about you? Uh, As far as my most, you know, almost like 100% prediction, uh, I think, I I mean, not to cash in on what we were just talking about, but I think Star Fox 
Grand Prix will have um, have a mode that in racing in the racing mode that is very similar to the racing that we, or the the Star Fox gameplay we know and love. So I, I don't think that's gone from the game, even if it is a Star Fox Grand Prix focused game or I mean racing focused game. Excuse me, that it will still have elements and uh, incorporation from this, this traditional Star Fox games. I see. I see. Cool. My prediction, my pretty pretty safe prediction, is that of course Metroid Prime Four is going to be there in some form, and um, if if I had to place any bets, probably it's going to be in the form of a CGI trailer oh, yeah. that either that either shows like what gameplay is the concept of gameplay through a CGI trailer, kind of like the first Dishonored Two trailer wasn't gameplay, but. They showed it in the first person. Ooh, what if they show you an entire like four minute trailer featuring see like cutscenes and gameplay though? Oh. That I would just oh. I need to change of pants after that. Like the first five minutes of the game. The windows of the goddamn Airbnb <laughs> was staying in would God be damn it. damn it, Joey, you just ruined my my prediction. <laughs> my prediction was you were gonna scream again. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. But um yeah, and it's and at, at least at least I just want to see what Samus's various suit looks like this time around. I hope it changes so very little from how it looked in Metroid Prime 3. I hope it looks like, because that design is just mm, daddy. Yeah. <sighs> Pretty Actually, cool. But uh, Chris, what's your Joey, pres- It's 2018. You got to call what? it Papa. Daddy doesn't exist anymore. Okay. Papa. Mm, Papa. <laughs> Papaya, Chris, what's your prediction? Uh, well, actually, my prediction, and it's something that I've heard through uh, different resor- uh, sources, is we are going to see Fire Emblem Switch. Mm-hmm. Of course. We are going to get that, and we actually might have something playable. Okay. So okay. I, I might be looking forward to that. I, I believe it, because if this is a 2018 game, they got to sell it like, with gameplay, of course. But yeah, the Metroid Prime Four is not gonna have gameplay at E3. I'm just. I'm still. Saying. I'm still. I'm still betting on you screaming though. Oh, you know it, oh, dude. dude. <laughs> I'm gonna lose my voice again. I wouldn't be able to talk at all. My voice box would just be popped up like in that SpongeBob episode. You know, you know what I'm talking about, Alan. Right? Yeah, but I'm like genuinely worried reading it. Really, <laughs> it's been an honor already. All right, so Dreamcast Gold. I'll walk into the Starbucks. Okay. <laughs> I, I got I gotta run, guys. I'm sorry to cut short. I'm just dead tired. I was uh, I swam in a lake for five hours today. Oh I can't God, keep my really? eyes open. I gotta go to bed. But it's been a, a total blast. I will throw up my least like you prediction. I do hope that someday we see Eternal Darkness again. I love Eternal uh, Darkness. So okay, right. but it, it's it's been a pleasure, gentlemen. I'm sorry. I'm super. Thank you so much for joining us, man. My, yep. my pleasure. Y'all, y'all are awesome. Bye bye. Okay, so. What are the game of talk after dark, guys? This is what we're gonna get a little fucking freaky. Okay. We don't have to be dreamy here because he's gone. <laughs> All right, guys, let's get into it. Real quick, guy anyway. for, for those of you in the chat, just uh, another big thanks to Dreamcast Guy. I'm oh, sure yeah. you have heard of his channel, but if you haven't, definitely go check him out. That's amazing. I was actually really excited when Joey said that we were going to have him on the podcast. Yeah. I'm so mad I missed a good chunk of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh well. The man's tired. We'll have him back another time. But, Five uh, hours in a lake swimming. Thanks. Yeah. No thanks. I can't. That's stand how it. I got. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> All right. So what's your your fifty fifty, Alan? Ooh, the fifty fifty. That's a 
Oh, that's a tough one. I, I, I'm going to have to skip for now. Put me at the end of the title. I don't. I can't think of a 50-50 God at the moment. God damn it, Alan. <laughs> you, you, you messed up. Okay. Look, I'll, I'll cook you guys dinner at E3, okay? Just, oh, you, you threw go. off my groove. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Vanilla Super Gaming, what's your 50-50? <laughs> so my 50-50, uh, I, oh, I have a few, but I think the one I want to say here would be... Um, would be Spyro getting announced for the Switch because I think it was I think it was held off just because Nintendo wanted to say that themselves. Yes, I believe I, it. So maybe it'll have some exclusive Switch functionality. Functionality. So vanilla. Feng shui. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Oh no, we only have two minutes. Let's go through this. I'm just fucking kidding. Whatever. <laughs> um, okay. Um. So my fifty-fifty prediction. I really, really want a new Animal Crossing on Switch. Like that's my least likely. Hey. You think that's least likely, Alan? Well, yeah. As much as I love Animal Crossing to death, and it's easy to make, I would say mm, go play uh, the mobile it's, game. It's been yeah. Go five. play the mobile game. You chode. It's oh. been five years since newly. I just newly, think, I think Animal Crossing should die in a, in a burning fire and just and should oh. never come back. Hey. <laughs> Go catch some bugs. <laughs> I just think that's a horrible franchise, and I think ah. that anyone who justifies it should, you know, reconsider their gaming life. What if it was? What if it was? Bear with me. Animal Crossing Battle Royale. I didn't even you'd say that. Gosh dang it! Are we dropping into town, boys? <laughs> I stole it from an uh, awesome just, gamer in the comments. <laughs> whenever, whenever you get, oh, I did see that. That's funny. Uh, whenever you get a notification, like instead of the storms closing, it's just. Uh, What's what's his name? Um, the dog. Oh, uh, KK Slider. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, hey, big guy, sun's getting real low. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to take out a loan. He needs to take out a life. <laughs> be, honestly, it would be Tom Nook just closing in on you. Just going, yeah. where's my fucking uh, money, bitch? <laughs> Where are my bells? I'm gonna pay your mortgage. All right, those microtransaction money real fast. <laughs> All right, Christopher, Chris. Christine. Oh, screw you, hippie. So, oh, believe me, I know how much I triggered people with that, but I'm I'm not ashamed. <laughs> so this is a 50-50. We know Sega is going to be showing off uh, their Sonic Racing game for yeah. going to be whatever systems. But they might also, from some rumors I've heard, we might be getting a Sonic uh, Adventure 1 and 2 for the Switch. What? That's making me sweat. That would make me so happy, but I don't see why that makes sense. It makes tons of sense. Everyone loves them. (laughs) Everyone except everyone. What? No, Adventure 2 is like everybody's like, Booth Formula, let's go back to Adventure Mode. But like, here's the thing. The Adventure Mode, with all due respect, I fucking love the Adventure Mode too. But if that game was made today... No, it would not happen. But like, but I want this. So I'm gonna to give you a second real. to retract that. Statement. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want that to happen too. I just it's just random fucking rumor. Like, well, just, I don't know. okay, here's my problem. I'll, I'm gonna say this so we can get back on track. But I just am so tired of Sega not knowing what to do. They're just they're like. Throwing everything at the wall and like, oh, that didn't yeah. stick. Oh, that stuck for a little bit. So let's go get. Oh, yeah, no, nope, it's gone. <laughs> oh, oh, boost. No, boost formula's gone too. Damn it. <laughs> let's just make everything Sonic Mania. I was about to say literally the same exact thing. Chris and I were just two peas of the same 90s pod. Um, 
Wait, I, a, a remake of Sonic Mania? Is that what you said? No, just everything no. Sonic Mania. Oh. Everything. <laughs> everything. Literally everything, just Sonic Mania. Alex Kidd, more like Sonic Mania 2. Sonic uh, Adventure Mania 2. <laughs> with Cow Garden. Um, Featuring the new Funky Kong mode. <laughs> Starring Dante from Double Micro. <laughs> I'd say um, for my 50-50, it would probably... I feel we're going to get something Bayonetta 3, hopefully. Even if it's just a release date, 2019. I don't think it's... Well, 2019, never mind. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. I thought just I just think we're going to get thing. some sort... It's not going to be gameplay at all. I just think we're going to get some sort of like um, actual CGI trailer that explains more of how she got ripped in half. That's mm-hmm. like... Does that mean new character? Does that mean a uh, different story? We don't know, but I what hope we mean? find out. Well, what does Platinum, it mean? Platinum announced we're working on three different titles, I believe. It was three or four titles. Yeah. And of course, that's going to be one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah you know it, it could happen yep. who knows but um yeah so alan you gave your 50 50 kyle what's your super impossible prediction my super impossible prediction is kingdom hearts 3 coming to the switch oh damn oh you dreamer <laughs> i know that's why i said damn. super impossible it's, it's <laughs> kingdom hearts 3 cloud mode bro don't you know that uh, that uh, the United States doesn't do the Dreamer Act anymore? Oh my gosh! You're I'm sorry, person. that was so bad. That was terrible. I have uh, Mexicans in the chat. They'll deport you. Uh, fuck Donald Trump. But but um, yeah. That I hope that Kingdom Hearts. Connor and I had a long discussion on whether or not Kingdom Hearts Two is going to come to the Switch in our podcast. And I'm like, I think it'll happen. And Conrad thinks we're not going to see Sora in Smash if we don't see Kingdom Hearts. I was Hearts about 3. to say the same what? thing. What? Why the fuck is Cloud in Smash already? He's not exactly. on any Nintendo console. Well, like like Crimson says in the chat, Final Fantasy VII on remake is a possibility now that they're like completely redoing it. So who knows? Uh, who knows when that game's coming out too? Like really? And, yeah, and, and and Cloud has an amiibo too. So like, he, if he doesn't come back for this one, I mean, that's a shame. That's a shame. It is waste a shame. waste of manufacturing time. Right. You guys... replace, what if they replace Cloud with Sora? Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, we don't trade lives in the Avengers, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, but um, you guys, you guys know, you guys know how I like to do my impossible predictions. Lights fade. Um, so of course this. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yeah, but this is this is if uh, Retro is not working on a Star Fox Grand Prix, or if it is one of their their projects that the one of the three projects they're working on or something. I don't know. But um but like we see a CGI trailer. It's got sci-fi themes to it. Um you see some evil alien dude in the shot of this CGI trailer. And then you see the camera's like panning out and then it, and then a shot of a but then like a hand comes into the shot and then fire is slowly brewing on the hand. And then you hear PK fire. Oh Fucking man. Earthbound baby is coming back in New art style, new everything, revamped for this new generation, and it's just the world goes fucking nuts. I guess I, I guess I might as well just say my impossible thing. Uh, Mother three. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Thanks, Joey. You I would I would love a remastered. Again. I would love a remastered trilogy. So not only will that bring Earthbound three or Mother three to the to the uh, to the states uh, or at least west in general, um, but also. Freak! If they took the 3D style from uh, from like Smash, I would say Link Between Worlds. To be honest, even if oh, that would be great too. That would be great. Yeah. What if that's what Grezzo is working on? Hmm. Well, I mean, I'll just say this really quick. We did get Earthbound Beginnings, 
So Earthbound 3 isn't too far-fetched, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's what it would be called in the United States, Mother instead of Mother 3, it would be Earthbound 3. Well, if, if there's two franchises that Nintendo clearly just does not care about anymore, it's Earthbound and F-Zero. So, eh. yeah. Well, why they go to the trouble of releasing Earthbound beginnings then? It's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of interesting. A why lot of fans requested it. Yeah. Especially after the sales of uh, Earthbound oh, on the Swallow how crazy, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What were you saying, Kyle? Well, I just had a random thought too, because we were talking about the how much we hate the Grand Prix idea. But what if? I mean, what if there was a F zero time? What if like a? a well, that was that was initially. Mother I Grand thought that was, Prix. I the Mother Grand Prix. Motherfucker. But um, I thought that was the initial rumor that it was going to be an F-Zero Star Fox crossover, but we also heard rumors about a Metroid Star Fox crossover back in the Wii U days. I'm just like, What if that's what this is? It's a trifecta. <laughs> Please kill yourself, but don't, don't do that, kids. All right, now I'll give you my, my far-fetched Fine. idea. And uh, this far-fetched, is something huh? I, I wish uh, it'll probably never happen. And I Pokemon, wish let's go, far-fetched. Shut up, Kyle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I need like a, a Kyle, like a, a Cartman picture right now. Shut up, Kyle. <laughs> Shut up, Kyle. Um, so, Golden Sun, a new Golden Sun. Ooh. Oh, that would be amazing. I would like, love to see that happen. Mm-hmm. It's not going to gonna happen, but you know, that's the point of these. That's the I point know. of these impossible predictions. I my know. real, my yeah. real impossible prediction is that Metroid Prime Four is already out right now, <laughs> and I'm playing it. With a in my mansion. I don't need your Commonwealth realm clout in here, okay? So shut up. Plus, it'll never happen Fuck. since uh, you know our camel, our friends at Camelot are working at uh Mar- on Mario Tennis. Woo! I can't Ooh, wait. Mario Demo's out on June first. No, it's, yeah, no, I'm it's excited. Not. No, it's not. Yes, it is. June first, June third. Oh, the the test fire. Okay, never mind. Yeah, Get your your butt, Joey. <laughs> Sorry, my butt is so big. And it's just like, your mom likes it. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, my mom's dead. Stop. No, she is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, Joey, I forgot to tell you this past few years. Just, no, I know you've fun. grown up with me for all of my existence, but you missed it last weekend. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, last weekend. You, you want to hear my, my true, true, um, never going to happen what prediction? What? Nintendo will announce that they're going to release the uh, dockless version of the Switch. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know they said Nintendo said they don't plan on releasing it in the Americas, but I don't fucking buy it for one second. They're okay, gonna. so if I want to like, pick your brain. If they like money, they're gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, well, and I want to pick your brains about this, guys, because uh, apparently the rumor is that not only does it not come with a dock, but it doesn't have docking capability. Like it is, it is straight up just by itself a Switch portable. That would be scary. I don't want to live in that reality. Well, to be honest, didn't they say something about they're working already on like a different version of the Switch? I think that's what this is. So yeah, this would be feasible. This would be something. And like Joey's been on a tirade all day today on Twitter and Facebook, be like, "Oh, you guys think it's just gonna be in Japan? Oh no, 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 no I got a beer." Yeah, Joey just needs to shut the hell up on Twitter, by the way. Don't kill you. <laughs> not knowing Doc as Last Jedi bullshit. Oh my gosh, Joey, you, we can't bring that up. Oh, we. Can't. We're not gonna do it. We're not gonna do it. Don't do it. Shut up, dude. 
Don't do it. <laughs> Don't you. Okay, let, okay. let's move on. Let's move on. description on my Twitter. That's all you need to know. Let's move on. We love you, Joey. Don't forget that. Let's move on to the outro, because this is the outro, because we're done with our Nintendo predictions. This is the end of the world as we know it. But yes, oh Alan, you missed Rock my song. little music. You missed my little music intro that I did because you know what episode we're on, right? We're on sixty nine. Boy, we're on episode sixty nine, and I played. Dude, I played Beethoven. I came late. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> As anyone would, but yeah, it's um, <laughs> episode sixty nine for the family friendly company of Nintendo. We talked about them, so that was that was exciting. But uh, thank you all so much for joining us for this episode. For those of you watching on YouTube and those of you listening at home, thanks again, Dreamcast Guy Max, for joining us. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Dreamcast Guy. You can also find his YouTube channel. You, you probably already know who he is if you're watching this and you never heard of us because of him because he's got a big following dreamcast guy on youtube and facebook and all that other stuff but uh yeah thanks so much for being on sorry if you got tired swinging a lake does that to you but chris where can we find you you can find me on social media at nuke the chris uh you'll be able to keep up with all of our stuff especially with e3 just around the corner you can also follow you can go to my youtube page with wow bad i don't even remember what my youtube page anymore is anyway because all my content comes on uh nuke the fridge gaming now Mmm, is that right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I know. I have a what video that you're going to finish editing for me, I think, hopefully today if you have time, or tomorrow. Uh, I'm headed, yeah, it's going to be tomorrow, because I yeah. have to go get out of my house right now. Well, where can we find you, Joey? You can find me on Twitter at Ferris Wheel Pro. Uh, you can find my video works on Nuke the Fridge, of course, on YouTube right here, and uh, Commonwealth Realm as well, and Ferris Wheel Productions I upload once a year. Probably. I don't know. This might be a bad year. Who knows? But um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, Alan, Alan, where can we find you? You can find me at Curly Supreme on Twitter. I'm trying to get the 300 followers, so smash that damn like button real fast uh, on, on my Twitter, though. Smash that bell. Uh, you can find my written works at nukethefridge.com. And also, we also have videos, uh, if anybody doesn't know, if you go check out our video library, got some stuff uh recently we did a review on ikaraga and it was really good it was really good uh, it was fantastic if i, I could need to buy ikaruga game, if i could what's up i still need to buy ikaruga i know it just came out so i gotta do that i just picked up a bunch of games this week i just started well i'm halfway through um bloodstain at the moment i'm hoping to have a review of that sometime up this week as well as probably a spotlight video of a game by for e3 so who knows? Just don't forget to subscribe. That's that's all I'm saying. Why? Why? How hard is that? <laughs> Kyle, uh, where can we find you? And don't fucking say we can find you online. Oh, dang it! <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> you, motherfucker. You <laughs> Sorry, Army. He outed me. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. Um, yeah. So you can find me everywhere uh social media is, is found uh at super gaming as you can see i'm on the chat as well so just follow that right there uh but yes everywhere super gaming s-o-u-p-e-r not s-u-p-e-r and yes cool person we are negative 12 minutes left holy shit <laughs> shut the fuck up no i gotta notice now i gotta hold, hey, hold the phone i love uh, your favorite soup what is my favorite soup Put you on the spot. What is your favorite soup? You better know. 
<laughs> he left. He bailed. Oh. He it. fucking bailed that bastard. Oh my god. He prayed and went, dude. Oh my god. Thanos was not kind to his ass. I will say that. You know, you know why he calls himself Super Gaming, right? No. Because his last name's Campbell. Oh, I get it. <laughs> you dumb cuck. I, I guess he just doesn't like Sue, though. That's why he left. <laughs> um, last, last thing I want to mention is we are yes. doing a giveaway every week leading up to E3. Last week we gave away a shirt for the Call of Duty event. What's this uh, week? It's going to be the posters. Woo! Yes. We're going to give away one of the two-sided posters, which should go up within the next day or two probably yes and we'll definitely I, go up the next day. all you gotta it's, do is uh, check out the link go to gleam follow us on twitter and facebook and youtube and you got a chance to win you'll see what the rules when i post it on gleam so don't worry if you don't know what the hell he's talking about yeah <laughs> so we're, uh, i'll be sending out the uh winner for the shirt on tuesday since tomorrow's a holiday Holy for some day. people it's already tomorrow but it'll be out on tuesday either way so yeah make sure you uh you just keep an eye because we got plenty of things in line to give away. Perfect. And possibly right, yes. E three to give away too. It's E three mm-hmm. season, guys. We got two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. And then we have four weeks for Anime Expo. Yeah, boy, that's yeah, gonna be boy. a fun one. And then like six weeks for me for Comic Con. Yep, that's true. But that too. was a that, that, what I did there was a was a was a was a total recall reference. I, I get it. All right, just good good we'll see you guys later we'll see you next week when we talk about every other company that's going to be at e3 bethesda ubisoft ea uh square enix not in that order well ea bethesda fucking you know bye it's gonna be fun